You're about to embark on a journey through the written word of God on subjects that deal with the day. This is Brothers Just Searching. Well, how you doing, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. I am Isaac Hayes, along with Brother Daniel and Brother Anthony. We are your brothers just searching tonight. How you doing, guys? Awesome. Doing good. Praise God. Amen. Amen. How how's y'all week been going so so far? You know, we we didn't have the drive in church service this weekend at New Beginnings, unfortunately, because of weather. But uh I hope you had a good Easter. Oh, it didn't feel like it. <laughs> no, it didn't feel like Easter. No, you know, it just no. uh it it was it was different. It was I was at church. I was helping oh, yeah. out with the live stream and uh yeah, yeah. brother Daniel walked in for a couple of minutes, but uh Yeah. It just didn't feel the same. No, no, it didn't feel the same. It was just it wasn't your normal Easter. It wasn't your normal resurrection no. service. So I just, that's all I'm going to say about it. But, uh, but hey, at least we all had some time with our families. Oh, a little time. bit. Don't tell, don't tell the government that, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, but all right, guys, <laughs> on the podcast tonight, we are excited. We are blessed. We are glad that you decided to tune in with us. Before we go ahead, I want to just remind everyone, if you have a Facebook page, please go and like our Facebook we go ahead and share videos. We go ahead and put the new podcast information out there. Give some encouraging words. It helps us out. Now, if you do like our Facebook place, please go and share it. That helps get the word out for this podcast. Um, also, Anthony Hayes' new book, uh, The New Kingdom with Liberty Man and the Evil Stone. Go check that book out on Amazon. Great read. It's encouraging. Good for kids. It helps out. We are a branch of New Beginning Fellowship Church on 519 Parkway Drive in Brobridge, Louisiana. If you are in Brobridge, Louisiana, please come check us out. Right now, we're doing drive-in church services um, until this pandemic is finally over. Um, if you don't have a church that you, that you know that's doing that or ain't having in-person services, please come and we'll make you comfortable in your car. The title of our drive-in service is Come As You Are, Stay In Your Car. And it helps out, gets the church family together. We're hearing some good responses from that. And uh, just we're just ready to roll for tonight. I'm just ready. <laughs> I said a couple of weeks ago, each one of us here on this podcast, Brother Daniel, Brother Anthony, and myself, we all got some, I can't say expertise on certain topics, but we're passionate about certain topics. Now, the Bible, all game. We're all passionate about that. But um, Brother Daniel talked about conspiracy last weekend. Brother Anthony, more into religions and cults. Me, it's into politics and political things. I love the Bible, but that's my second passion, you could say, is politics. Well, starting off this week was kind of crazy. Um, Thursday night, I got a phone call from a friend that uh, started asking me some questions. He said, uh, Isaac, you know, this church is still having in-person gatherings and all. But the Bible says we should honor the government. What do you think about the current situation? I went ahead and I just, I told him, I said, listen, the government ain't out to hurt you. The government is, you know, trying to help everybody. It's just not the churches that are involved right now. It is the whole, whole world, you could say, through this pandemic. And we've been talking about this pandemic for the past four weeks on this podcast. Well, come on Friday, Brother Daniel went ahead and shared a video on Facebook 
of a little town called Greenville, Mississippi. Now, this story is not being told a lot, but it needs to be told because the church is now being attacked. In, in Mississippi, the governor placed a stay-in-home order just like us. Here in Louisiana, we have a uh, stay-home order. We have essential businesses where essential businesses work. All that good stuff, you know, we're, we're out there. I'm, I'm an essential worker. Anthony, you're an essential worker. Uh, Brother Dan, you've been home for a little while now, but uh, I hope you're enjoying the study time. <laughs> well, as we go ahead, we start looking into this subject. Um, the, the, the governor of Mississippi went ahead and put this stay in home order, but he put the churches as essential. If you don't believe me, go listen to Todd Stern's podcast of his radio program. He interviewed the mayor, uh, the governor yesterday. Well, he said that he don't recommend in home churches, but he recommended the drive in church services. The mayor of Greenville, Mississippi, Eric Simmons, went ahead, him and the town council of Greenville went, signed an executive order, and specifically to the church, not to businesses, but to the church, and told the churches, you cannot have no in-person services or drive-in services. All you can do is live stream. Well, Wednesday night, Temple Baptist Church was having their service. The pastor was preaching inside the building, didn't know what was going on. In the middle of the service, police officers showed up and asked the people, can you leave? When they refused to leave, they started writing citations. $500 tickets, not per car, per person in the car. Found that out. So if you had three people in the car, that's $1,500 right off the bat, a ticket. You might be saying, well, Brother Isaac, they were gathering, but they were in their car. They were doing with the governor and the CDC place in order. The next, the pastor went outside. When he found out what's happened, the cops told him, well, you get a $500 ticket because you allowed it. And if you keep on doing it, we're going to cite you and put you in jail. The mayor's orders. That's what they said. They said even the mayor told one of the cops, I want to make an example of these churches. The pastor said, look, Bring your ticket book. We're not stopping. I commend the pastor. Thursday night, King James Bible Baptist Church, and like I said, that's a good name, King James Bible Baptist Church, was having their drive-in services. Pastor walks outside to get ready. There's 20 cop cars outside with a detective, and the detective told him, look, we're going to tell people if you want to leave, they can leave. But if they decide to stay, we're giving them $500 citations. The pastor of King James Bible Baptist Church went ahead and Facebook lied that thank God he did. Because there was a cop quoting on there saying, with this uh, mayor's orders, your rights are revoked. And he also mentioned something about a military order. We couldn't hear the last part, but he did say something about military. Folks, if you ever read the First Amendment of the Constitution, it's a freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and freedom of the press. You might be wondering why they're doing this to Donald Trump because they got freedoms to do it. I don't agree with it. Unfortunately, they got the freedom of the press. Well, looking into this subject, First Liberty Institute is uh, suing the mayor and his in its cabinet. The mayor went ahead and blamed the governor. So, well, the governor put this order in place, and I think this is going to help people. He ref- he 
He just basically disobeyed the governor. You're thinking this, okay, on the podcast audience, you might be thinking, well, that's Isaac. That's one incident. That's one mayor. That's one town. But the governor of Kentucky told his constituents, if you have an in-person church service on Easter, remember, this all happened last week, so they're ready for Easter. They're trying to get ready for Easter. Six churches said we're going to have an in-person service. The governor said, you do that. Two weeks quarantine. When a gov- when the press asked him, how are you going to enforce that? He said, well, I'm just going to take their license plates. Starting to sound like a Soviet Union type thing. <clears throat> the mayor of Louisville, Kentucky, also passed a executive order saying that you cannot have no longer a drive-in church service because it is a gathering. I can understand why that mayor did that because the mayor of, I mean, the governor of Kentucky is of the same party, the Democrat party. Folks, I believe in this time of pandemic, and I'm going to let the panel put in their thoughts. I believe that if you have a church and the government is acting nicely and it's not infringing on your rights as a Christian, shouldn't have in-person services. John Bell has teamed up with a lot of church leaders and faith leaders. So did the Mississippi governor. And so far we had one guy in East Baton Rouge said, I ain't doing it. I disagree with what their outcome was. They went ahead and find this man, six misdemeanors, $300 a pop. That was wrong for East Baton Rouge Parish. I'm just saying, but you go ahead and you try to listen to the governor. We, the government, we talked about Romans. I believe it's 13 to where it says honor, mm-hmm. honor the local, local leadership, honor the government. Unless it's going against your faith and your belief. Cause we had this look Saul before he became Paul was a Pharisee. He went ahead and he killed Christians before he became, before he came to the Lord, but they ran away from persecution. They didn't listen to the local governments. They still serve Jesus Christ. But on these parts, this is a breaking of the first amendment and it's going against their faith. Now look who did this. I did not mention one Republican governor, one Republican Senator, one Republican Congressman, one Republican mayor. They were all Democrat. The mayor, Eric Simmons went ahead and endorsed Joe Biden for president. No big shocker there. His brother is in, I was listening to the governor today of Mississippi. His brother is the head of the Democrat caucus in their house and representative. Now you might be telling me, Isaac, this ain't going all over the, this ain't going over the United States. Well, in Kansas, the governor there, I can't remember the, the lady's name said, I'm closing down all churches. They can't live stream. They can't have church service. They can't have nothing. Thank God they had a Republican house and Senate. Cause they shot her down. Now she's suing them. Cause she said as a governor, she has the right to do that. Folks. If this is going on in America, imagine our brothers and sisters in other countries. They don't have a constitution to fall back on. We do. We have lawyers that are fighting for these churches. Now, last time I heard the mayor, Aaron Simmons said he's still keeping the ban. He ain't stopping at all, but he wasn't going to charge the fine on Easter Sunday. They could do it on Easter Sunday. Cause it was a, it was a holy day. Well, if you, if you, if you could stop it on Easter, you could stop it anywhere else. What's going to happen tomorrow night and Thursday night when these two churches come together or any church in Greenville? What about Kentucky? 
What about Louisville? Be praying, church. This is dangerous. I learned something through this pandemic. The Democrats and the liberals, and yes, I'm sad to say even some Republicans, which I am one, I am a Republican, are using this pandemic for personal gains. The Democrats are, are swiftly using this to bring us to social, to be a social country. Bernie Sanders had to, Bernie Sanders dropped out. My personal belief is he's seen what his country, what his policies would do. I'm going to go ahead and switch it over to the panel, brother Daniel and brother Anthony. All right, guys, I just broke down everything. This is a conversation piece. We, as the body of Christ, need to listen to local government unless they're saying, hey, you cannot have church at all or it's hurting the church. So I want to hear your opinion on this. Y'all, y'all kind of feel my, 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 my anger, I could say, on this issue because as a, first off, as a Christian, then as a patriot and a conservative, this is, this is, this is just going across the line. Well, praise God. What is the amendment number one? It says, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. It's black so and that's white my right answer there. to that. Well, it's black and white right that's there. My... You know, why Why did the founding fathers do this? If you look at the First Amendment in the, in the history of the First Amendment, they purposely put that. It's the First Amendment. That's the first thing they thought about. All right, we have freedom of religion, freedom of speech, and freedom of the press. Why? Because in England, they didn't have that. Come on. They didn't have that. Now, I, I, a, lot, a lot of Democrats might say, well, it was written in nineteen in seventeen seventy six, and and this or not not seventeen six. That's the Declaration of Independence. Uh, the Constitution, I think, it was written in seventeen eighty one. I'm not sure. But that's the day it was signed. Yeah, that was the day it was signed. Yeah. But if you go, they, the reason they wrote that is because they didn't have freedoms in England. That's right. We have them now. That's right. And these Democrats. That's an old document. It needs to be rewritten. I've heard people say that all the time. They want to change all kinds of things that's in the Constitution because it don't fit their agenda. Well, I heard one guy say this one time, and even Christians use that for the Bible. They say, well, the Constitution is a living document. Other words, it can evolve. It can change. And you can see that it's evolution. We don't have time to talk about it tonight, but in some ways, evolution and other philosophies, they have that. It happened in Germany. When Hitler wanted to change the laws, they said it's evolving. We can change the laws and germ look what happened to Germany. So this is what the socialism does. They go into a country and they, they know they can't take it off, take it over like they want. So what they do is they use the law of the land to push their agenda. And that's what we gotta be careful with. What I'm careful about is like um uh, how can I explain this? Uh, the church got to be cautious. We should obey the government. The Bible says you should obey your rulers. But it don't say you should obey if it's against God. Like you say, like Daniel. The, ki the, the king put a thing says, no praying until a certain day. And what Daniel did, he said, I'm going to my house and I'm going to still pray. So there's times in the Bible where they, were, they broke against the, the king's laws. The, the uh, Meshach and Abednego on them. Yes, Jerry, Meshach and Abednego, yeah. yeah. They, they broke the king's law. The king said, you don't worship my statue, you going into the fire. And they said, well, 
we you know we can't so it just to show you sometimes you do have to break the law if it's if it's God's law well which one overrides God's law or man's law it's God's law right yeah and that now brother I'm gonna bring out a point to you and um because I, I've talked to some ministers this weekend mm-hmm. and just just getting an idea of what they felt or what they thought about this issue and we have one that 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 kind of told me, Hey, we, we're still having church, but, um, how can I say, don't forsake the assembly. So i got a question for you, mm-hmm. brother. Dan, you're an assistant pastor at new beginning fellowship church. Are we forsaking the assembly by following the orders of our governor and local leadership and our president? At this moment, no, I would say no, because we're doing what's right. You see the situation that we're under. We got this pandemic that's going on, so we're just trying to use common sense and just obey the laws of the land. You know, at this point, you know, so I don't see nothing wrong with it. It's not really forsaken. I mean, we do have a crisis going on in our nation, and it is um, what's the word I want to say? Um, it is. Uh, I can't even think of the word right now. It's just real crucial right now what's going on at this moment. So I don't consider that forsaken because under the circumstances. You know, we just got the situation that we're hoping that it'll blow over, you know, sooner than later. So we just got to continue to pray on that. And uh, let's just thank the Lord that we have the technology that we have right now. Like right now, mm-hmm. you're all over there and I'm right here, but yet we're still able to connect. So we need to use all the resources that we have right now to continue to proclaim the gospel until things start settling down. Amen. So so now, now that brings up to a point, though, of, you know, Brother Donnie Swagger said that the other day, if they start opening up businesses and tell the church, you can't have church. Mm. Y'all, continue, y'all continue having live stream. No. Um, uh, and, and, and everything's back to normal except the churches. Mm. That's, that's when we should go ahead and say, hold on. No, we need to relook at this. We need to go ahead and have church services and get back to regular fellowship with the brother. Well, this is the thing. That's why I'm sorry. Okay. I gotta say that's why you heard what I said. I said at this point, you know what I mean, right? So I want to make that clear. What I said, what what that means exactly, that we all understand under the circumstances why we're doing what we have to do, which is only right in common sense. But you know, there is a point that you know, if we have to, we have to. You know, we'll cross that bridge if we have to. That's the bottom line. Amen. Well, the thing is, it shows you how important the church is. Because if they are doing that, and I feel that, I, I mean, it's just my thought. It's not a, uh, it's not a, I'm not making a gospel out of it or whatever. It's just something, it's my thought, that Satan is scared of the church. Right. And he knows, and the people who's the one will government, the people who's behind there, they can't fully do what they want. And Brother Daniel knows what I'm talking about. They fully can't leash the evil they want unless the church is here. We like a buffer zone. And people don't realize that's why I believe that we're not talking about the rapture, but that's why I believe the rapture is going to happen before the tribulation period because the Antichrist cannot do what he's going to do unless the church is here. So that kind of that should encourage a Christian to realize, hey, if the wicked is scared of us and if they're trying to shut us down because we are a threat, you know, we should be like, hey, we should want to serve God more. Hey, you know, sometimes we don't understand how much power we have. I mean, God does, but we don't know how much effect we have. We just go to church, you know, we do our little rituals, we do our little thing, but we don't realize how much 
power or demon forces we're holding back. You know, so I feel that Satan is trying to hush the church. It right now it's live stream. I think, you know, but if they can stop us from getting together, that's gonna be the next attack. We'll be the live stream. Well, it, look at every communist country. Mm-hmm. Look at look China, mm-hmm. Russia, Germany under World War Two. A lot of people say, "Well, um, Hitler just killed Jewish people." And look, I, mm-hmm. that was horrible. The Holocaust. Mm-hmm. The Holocaust was very horrible. I, mm-hmm. You see pictures of these burn chambers and oh, pictures of yeah, bodies. It's, it's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. But they don't make that point known that it wasn't just Jews that he was. Right. Exterminating. He was exterminating Christians. Yeah, there was some like um, the hiding place. That's where that story came from. From uh, that lady who wrote the hiding place. Right. Uh, Gloria Tamboon, I think her name is. She was thrown in a concentration camp by helping Jewish people. So yeah, there were other groups of people, you know, that was thrown in the Holocaust. And it was just horrible. It's, look, mm-hmm. communist nations. Like I said, yeah. Back to China. You have to point out China. Right. Because when the communists moved in, that was the first thing they, they destroyed was churches and Christians. That's right. They killed thousands. And and like I said, thank God for our Constitution because, Brother Dan, you mentioned the First Amendment. But just imagine <laughs> if that wasn't there. Right. I was thinking about that today. Imagine what the Constitution and God gave our founding fathers a, a lot of wisdom. And God, and matter of fact, if you study the Constitution, it was most of it was influenced by the Bible. So if you, even if you're not a safe person, if you're enjoying your freedoms today, you know, it's amazing how a lot of people, they make fun of the Bible. Oh, the Bible's fake. The Bible's full of fairy tales. I just don't want religion, you know, God or whatever. But these people don't realize without the Bible influencing our founding fathers who wrote the Constitution, who wrote the amendments, it'd be off of that. They wouldn't even join their freedom right now. So it shows you how important the Bible is, even if people don't know it or not. So, you know. Well, you can even go go back even into the country of uh, England. Mm-hmm. You can go all the way back to the, it was called the Magna Carta, which really where we're basing our constitution from too. So it's one of the best articles that they wrote in England at that time. And so that was written around the sea, around 1215, around that time. Amen. We'll have to go a little bit deeper for that. I should have did research on that. But basically, I just wanted to bring that up. And if you do more research on it, then you'll understand what I'm talking about. But it's really a start of having some form of liberty, you know what I mean? And freedom of speech and all that. But, uh, but the church, like, people don't realize the reason, like, the amendment, like, uh, the church, like, uh, gathering together and stuff, and the freedom of the press, and, and you know, they did that, like, for example, uh, when it says that. Uh, we should not establish any religion. What they were talking about, they didn't want what happened, you know, what happened with England and in the Dark Ages, where the church and the state combined, and they killed true Bible-believing Christians, you know. And so what they didn't, what they didn't want was, they didn't want, like, I'll take example of if the Congress would say, or Washington would say, we're going to set up a Presbyterian church. And nobody, if nobody joins this church, you can be arrested, sued, or whatever. That's what our founding fathers didn't want. And that's what a lot of people didn't want. They want everybody to come over here and worship freely. Even we don't agree with the Mormons. We don't agree with the Buddhists. We don't agree with a lot of religions. But they still have the freedom, you know, to worship. And, you know, that's what makes America great. You can come over here and you can worship freely like you want. But we also got to watch out. There's people in this country 
there are groups and there are people who want to destroy that, like Islam. If Islam and Roman Catholicism had their way, not they got good people in Islam, they got good people in, in Roman Catholicism who who don't want to kill people, but their religion says you have to. They want world de- uh, de- denomination or world control, and if you don't do it, they force them pretty much. And a lot of them do it because they have to, because their religion tells them to. So, but the thing is, they want world, they want world control, and they want control of this country. And if we would let them, we wouldn't have, we would have one denomination controlling. Well, look, look at the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2016. Their platform mm-hmm. for their uh, their convention, mm-hmm. they didn't want to put God in it. Nope, nope. They wanted to take God out of school. Uh, the majority of Things that are taken out for God mm-hmm. is majority of the Democrat Party. And look, I'm not trying to see, look. I'm going to bring up to the same point. Not every Democrat is bad. Oh no, no. I know a few of them, and they're God loving, mm-hmm. people loving people. Right, you know they, right. but they have the 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 party itself, the core. Because mm-hmm. why I'm going to bring out a quote that you just said, and look, we're talking about the Constitution right now. Thank God for it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a point that I heard a minister say one time. Not every Muslim is a terrorist. Oh, no, no. But no. just so happened, every terrorist is a Muslim. The religion is terrorist. The, the religion to the core of it, if you don't have the love and the, the gospel of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. same thing with the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church, mm-hmm. you know, some great people, and look, they even got some good, they got some biblical teachings in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. But the root of the system of the Catholic Church mm-hmm. is not established on the gospel of Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Right, because if you find out, like some of the Democrats, they're actually breaking our First Amendment because the, 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 it makes it clear we're not supposed to establish a one denomination in America to rule over the other denominations. That's what it means. So, But when they're putting Islam, like, for example, in the public school, they say you can't bring a Bible, you can't bring Christianity, but you can learn Islam or we can send a bus to go hear people uh, talk a, a Buddhist leader and we could bring thousands of Public school kids to hear him. Are they putting a religion above another? And they're breaking the First Amendment. Well, it goes to the point. Look, they quote John Jefferson: "Separation mm-hmm. of church and state." That's taken out of but context. It is taken out of context. But Thomas Jefferson was also the one that said mm-hmm. that this Constitution mm-hmm. would not work yeah. unless it's in a Christian and moral society. We don't have that right now. It's meant for a religious and moral people. Mm-hmm. He said. Right. So. But going back to our point, you were talking about them breaking the rule. Okay, we, we established First Amendment, what it means. Mm-hmm. This mayor broke that because mm-hmm. in that amendment, Brother Dan, you go ahead and read that amendment one more time for me so we can get the audience to understand a point in that about Congress not making a law or no lawmaker making a law against religious freedoms. It says Congress shall make no law restric- respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise mm-hmm. thereof, and we'll even add this, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press. So basically, yeah. So now, now people might say, well, it said Congress. Congress are lawmakers. So that means mm-hmm. anybody in the United <clears throat> States cannot make a law mm-hmm. pertaining to stopping the free press, mm-hmm. the freedom of religion, and our church establishment of gathering together. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's what a lot, a lot, it's funny how, People that are coming against that are saying, well, their mayors, their governors, they, they have the power. Like I said, the, mayor, the governor of Kansas mm-hmm. 
is suing her house and her uh, legislation because they stopped her from enforcing this law. They did the right thing. Mm-hmm. If this goes to the Supreme Court, I, it should be a 9-0 decision. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. Because mm-hmm. you have a few of our ju- uh, our chief justices are liberal to the core. But it should be a nine old decision right there for that decision. And that, that's, that's the scary part. These people are overreaching and using this to try to put socialism into our government. And, and you said one thing that kind of got me thinking. They took God out. So if they're going to take God out, what else they're going to do? So if it just to show you, if a man goes to a certain limit or people group, they, take, they hate God, they hate his laws. I mean, they hate everything about God. They come against Israel. They come against everything. Think about it. They support Islam before Christianity and Judaism. We know that from the Democrat Party. They support it. Even right. some Republicans do, of course, but they support it. They love communism. They they love socialism. The, what the Bible says, those that love evil hate me, the Bible says. Right. So, you know, mm. and that bothers me when it, it scares me because we want our freedoms. We want... You know, I don't have children yet, but you have children. But Daniel has grandchildren and kids. We want their, we want them to have the freedom as we had, you know. And we, you know, if they can destroy the Constitution, they can take away our guns. They can take away the Bible. They got control. Cause think about it. What's the three things they attack mostly? Guns, the Bible, Christianity, or true bill Christianity, and the Constitution. Right. And you know, I heard some Democrats they were constitutional lawyers. I'm like. Wait a minute, you're constitutional lawyers, but I don't understand why they're they're learning it so they can attack it. They're trying to use it against us, right? And that's what, and that's sadly what they're using the constitution for, you know. And uh, well, we got to do a little bit of history right here. You have mm-hmm. to understand always. We always have to go back to a certain time in the past to figure out why we're at in the present. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you're all talking about the difference in the political, you know, parties and all that, and especially specifically with the left and the Democratic Party. And we basically got to understand what their agenda is and their doctrine is definitely. I mean, so uh, if you if you remember, well, we're none of us. I was real young. I'm a lot older than you guys, obviously. But mm-hmm. you have we have to remember that in the in the '60s there was a spirit of rebellion that was mm-hmm. very strong at that time. Mm-hmm. And this is what I believe that the enemy just started working on that generation to have that free spirit. You'll be rebellious. Nobody's going to tell me what to do and all that. If you understand what's going on right then to now, the ones that were rebelling back then are the leaders of right now. Yes, if you right. think about it. That's and right. then you got a guy, uh, you got a guy named Sal Alinsky who wrote the book of rules for radicals, which is basically mm-hmm. socialism, you know, communism to the max. So this stuff didn't happen overnight. You know, this has been planted and seeded for generations and generations generation to where we're at right now so we have to understand that that's why what's what's going on you know so basically you know our our country right now is in a spiritual spiritual civil war mm-hmm. uh in uh what direction we're going to be going you know if you really look at it really just look at it for what it is and we know that in order for the new world order and all that to come into power and all that and i mean it's been formed for a while and it started to go a little bit it seems like it's really picking up, um, picking up speed right now. But they have to somehow mm-hmm. bring America to her knees in order to fulfill what their what prophecy would happen one day. Now we believe in the rapture. We believe there's going to be a point of time the Lord is going to pull us out. But I also believe that we will see a lot more going on right before the Lord pulls us out to 
show that, you know, that we are living in the end times. So we have to understand that America stands for, you know, I would call it at one time a Republican. We can't call that no more. It's more like a democracy right now. And we can go through that one. But, but basically, we're like the, the last free beacon of hope in this mm. world. Amen. As far as our society, our constitution, our bill of rights, and, you know, how we live and our lifestyle and all that. Right now, that's that's what's being attacked. The enemy wants to bring this nation down to its knees and to destroy it, so he can continue with his new world order. So that that that's the game plan. That's the end game plan. But uh, yeah, I agree with you, brother Dan. Yeah, I believe that's what's going on right now. I mean, we don't have time. That's a whole nother program, talk, you know, about the Illuminati and the families and who's behind and who's pushing the money. It's but the thing is. There's a group of people who do want to destroy our country. They hate the Constitution. They hate the Bible. I mean, they just hate our rights. I mean, for the one world government to succeed like it has to, Constitution has to go. Our amendment has to go. You know, I heard a politician, and Brother Daniel knows I'm talking about. I think it was a Rockefeller. He's one of the Illuminati family. He said something that made sense. He said, we have to take, it takes us one big, terrorist attack or one big tragedy to bring us into the one world government mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so their goal is and could be this testing us maybe they like hey let's try to see what the americans gonna do so when we bring the big stuff you know can we really control so that's what i'm kind of worried about is this is a test more than anything else to see how far they can take us well let's go to the economy let's mm -hmm. just go to the economy and you for a test mm -hmm. brother daniel said that and i agree with him is they have to bring America down, just mm -hmm. not spiritually, mm -hmm. but financially. Mm -hmm. Now, you got to remember, the start of this yeah. three to four weeks ago, mm -hmm. America was sitting at $21 trillion debt. That's right. Mm -hmm. Three weeks. We're sitting at $25 trillion. Mm -hmm. Three weeks. Mm -hmm. Also, what Trump built up in three years, mm -hmm. it came back down. It came down in three weeks. Well, let me say something about... What's going on by that? What is danger? It's going to help people, and that's great. But people don't understand about inflation. If you don't have any paper, it's just paper. Matter of fact, the gold and silver is really your real money. If you don't have any gold or silver behind this this paper, you don't have real money. I'll be honest with you. And the reason why I'm saying that, that's what causes inflation. Take example if you have a thousand dollars for example and it'll last for a little while but it will lose its value that's why you have to print another thousand dollars to make the money that's underneath the pile of you know strong again and then when that weakens you have to print more and then when that weakens you have to print more to strengthen those dollars well, and what it does it is bring down the economy right and that's what i thought mm -hmm. you know when all this stuff started it came from china mm. and i heard another I'm going to quote Todd Stearns mm -hmm. and Rush Limbaugh a lot because that's who I listen to, not mm -hmm. as much as I like to, right. but as for the political side, that's who I listen to. And Todd Stearns said that today. He said when he heard it from China, he thought just like me, he said, I wonder if this was a plan. I wonder if this was a a, a, mm -hmm. a strategy of war. Was this an act of war? Was this on purpose? Mm -hmm. And when I first saw it, this is my thoughts. When I first heard it, mm -hmm. I think they were doing something to hurt America, mm -hmm. but it backfired on them. Something, somebody dropped a... Somebody drops a, a vial or a, a container, mm -hmm. something right. that made this break out in their home country. Mm. But why was this being tested in a lab? Mm. Why was this even created? Mm. 
a scientist wasn't just sitting down one day and said, Hmm, I want to get, I want to make a virus that's going to destroy the world. Right. Somebody with a political influence said, Hey, you know, you're smart. Mm-hmm. You, you, you deal with chemicals and make a virus mm-hmm. that was coming down from somebody. I know, I know we are getting off to the subject of what we're, what we're going on. It's just, there's a lot of political influence and that's what we bringing out right here. There's something going on in the background with all this, and I think it's starting to flex with these incidents that happen with these churches. Well, you got to understand, these people that we're dealing with, they're very evil. If you study communism and the people who's behind it, they're, they're de- they were Satanists. They're, they, they worship Satan, Karl Marx and his friends. They were like, they were in a, a cult society. They worship Satan. So to understand, communism is very demonic. And the people, if they do this, they, if they plan it this way, I mean, they, it shows you how evil they are at heart. You know, these people will do anything to push an agenda. And, you know, and that's what communism, socialism does, you know. Well, you said the best thing, though, uh, Anthony. You said it, that they were saying this, there's something influencing them. Mm-hmm. So, and look, it brings me back to Daniel. I was reading Daniel a while back. Mm-hmm. And remember when uh, Daniel wanted to hear some prayer, wanted God to answer his prayers? Mm-hmm, by the visions. Right. And, mm-hmm. and Michael, I believe, it, was it Michael or Gabriel, Brother Daniel? I think it was Michael, huh? In Daniel chapter. That up? Uh, which, which chapter? I think it was Daniel 7 or 9 when uh, Daniel was praying and he wanted a vision. And I think it was Michael. Gabriel? It was Gabriel. Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel. Yeah, now I remember because yeah. Gabriel, when Gabriel came My, to Michael the 12. He said, um, <laughs> <laughs> when he said, uh, I was I was coming to give you the message, God God told me to come right away, but I had to fight through the Medes and the Persian spirit or the know, demonic rim. Demonic rim, and Michael had to come and fight him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, everybody might be saying, "Well, hold on, what you what that got to bring with this?" It does. The occult, well, the spirit world, the evil spirit world, mm-hmm. was leading the Medes and the Persian. It led the Babylonian Empire. It made the Medes and. Um, the Romans, the Medes, the Romans, uh, the Christians. Alexander the Great was the probably the most example. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So there's something leading these people mm-hmm. behind the scenes mm-hmm. because uh, what, and I'm going to point back to our governor here in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Acting churches are closed down. Mm-hmm. Acting certain medical facilities closed down, mm-hmm. but we're going to leave abortion clinics open because mm-hmm. they're essential. I'm sorry. And he's claiming to be pro-life. I've heard a lot of Christians. Yeah, I didn't agree with his stance on taxes. I didn't agree with his stance on this, but I agree with him on pro-life. He is pro-life and he signed that bill into order. Mm. And there was some fishy about that. He waited until the year after the election of his election to see if they will get through for the amendments over here. But if he's so pro-life, why wasn't that the first look great? Greg Abbott did it in Texas. The governor of Texas, the governor of Arkansas said, look, they're not essential. Shut them down. Mm-hmm. And when the ACLU went ahead and fought them, mm-hmm. the Supreme Court said, no, they're, they're right. They have the right to shut them down. Well, you got to understand, this is a global, it's a depopulation program. And most people don't know, if I heard it right from a pastor years ago, from the 90s or 80s, he actually said that it was the Rockefellers who, one of the groups that funded uh, Parenthood. And, Land Parenthood, yeah. And they're a Illuminati family. They're one of like the big Illuminati families. So this is, is if you study it all, if you follow the money trail, you know, it's all, and you follow the families, they got agenda. It's a globalist right. agenda. So, 
What you say about that, Brother Daniel? Well, I was just looking at this. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying to pull up. I don't know if you remember. I think it was a 2012 uh, Democrat National Convention where they were ruling God out. Do you remember that? Right. When they yes, were driving? Mm-hmm. I was trying to find that real quick. So we remember that, right? So I just want to throw that into the equation, too, to show you, you know, basically what we're dealing with with some of those that are really, you know, anti-Christian and, and you know, just really, you know, are fighting us to a point that uh, we know what spirit's behind that we wrestle not with flesh and blood. You know what I mean? So we have to understand who the the true enemy is, you know. It's just too bad that some of these people are, are, are uh, what's the word I want to say, are deceived in the bottom line. Right. So, <laughs> well, you know, Daniel, I just had to bring that up because that was weird when uh, they did that. That was really weird. You're talking about that. They took God out, I believe, in 2012. Mm-hmm. That was the second term of Barack Obama. Yes, he was just getting out of office. And they were if, cheering about it, too. After right. Remember, they were cheering. Yes, but sir, do you I remember? I mm-hmm. I think it was 2016. Mm-hmm. They weren't they weren't supposed to have American flags. Mm-hmm. The convention said we're not putting no American flags because we don't want to offend nobody. Mm-hmm. They put American flags because the American people say, "Oh, you you're not patriotic. Mm-hmm. You're not." Yeah. So they had to backtrack on right. that one. By the way, they're not. But, no, they're not. They're not. That's yeah. why they didn't want the flag. They yeah. they they just yeah. use that as excuse. It, it's sad when they they say, mm-hmm. you know. Let's take out the flag. You can't say the Pledge of Allegiance, mm-hmm. but they'll let kids that are illegal immigrants bring Mexican flags mm-hmm. and worry about what the the Mexican illegal immigrant thinks. Mm-hmm. And that that's the scary point. Like we're talking about with socialism, yeah. the, the they took out God. Well, they attack yeah. these churches this week. They don't want to represent our flag. They think our flag is. They come against the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Now, look if you listen to the national anthem that's sung in front of football games and sporting events and. Everything under the sun. Mm-hmm. They don't mention nothing about slavery. Now the whole song says "bound and free." Mm-hmm. But that People could be talking get, about everybody. Well, well that, yeah, because they had white slaves along with black slaves. And, but yeah. but it goes to a point to where oh that line it is racist because it said "bound and free." Mm-hmm. This song was written in the 1700s, early 1800s. Right, right. So, well, well, this you gotta understand the reason why. And since you said that, I didn't know that. That's why I'm glad you said something. Because you got to understand about the globalists. They're not loyal to the fatherland, pretty much speaking. They're not. They're, they're, they're loyal to the one world government. I actually heard President Obama say he was president of not just of America, but the whole world. So these people, they're, they're, they want to bring the United States down. You know, they got it in, I think, the Club of Rome. They, I think it's signed already from the NASA Treaty and the Club of Rome. They want to unite Mexico, Canada, the United States onto one big supercontinent, one big nation. It's like the Euro. Right, and that's their goal. So Europe was just uh Europe was a testing ground and it worked pretty good. I mean they're having some trouble. Until the there. UK said we don't want it no right, more. Right, but they'll they'll get back into it, trust me. They'll they'll bring They're gonna it back. have a leader, yeah. yeah. They're gonna have a leader that's gonna yeah. join they, in with it. God just did that to Can I can I insert something real quick? Sure, sure. go ahead. Now, let's remember a period of time not too long ago when there was the removal of Confederate monuments and memorials. Right. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yes, I remember. In our nation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's another uh, form of soft uh, socialism revolution, you know, what they were doing. So that's what they always do. Mm-hmm. It's funny we're kind of going down this road. We'll just go with it, I guess. But basically, that's what they did in Russia, and that's what they did in the other mm-hmm. countries. Yep. They yes. started becoming a full-fledged communist country. What you do 
is you go into a country, mm-hmm. you start eliminating its past, you erase it, you get the next generation that don't know where they're from, where they came from, you start brainwashing them yep. and mm-hmm. indoctrinating them, and then you can manipulate them to go in any direction you want as far as the future. And that's what we see what's going and on. The, a great book mm-hmm. for that. And I was supposed to go get it tonight for this <laughs> podcast, the, the Culture Jihad by Todd Stearns. Mm-hmm. And I heard... Uh, Todd Stearns talk about this in person. I've talked to Todd Stearns mm-hmm. at a book signing. Wow. And the reason he wrote this book was he was seeing what was going on in Afghanistan mm-hmm. and in Iraq, how they were tearing down statues and they were burning books in the name of Allah and the name of, mm-hmm. of their yeah. religion. And he said, boy, look at that. And he's a couple of weeks later, he, they were pulling down a statue in his hometown of Memphis. Oh. So that's when he started looking at, look, he had, look, the story of the young uh, boy that was at the monument of the Lincoln Mo- uh, Memorial. Mm-hmm. And he was, he was wearing a mega hat. Mm-hmm. They came attack him. Right. And in that book, there's a letter mm-hmm. of his side of the story. You didn't hear that on CNN. You didn't hear mm-hmm. that on MSNBC. All you heard mm-hmm. was a white, young, teenage, mm-hmm. mega wearing hat jerk mm-hmm. insulting a, 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 a veteran. Mm-hmm. Native American Indian and some uh, some African Americans, right, right. But they don't come to the part of them because, saying that he that they came to him and they intimidated him, mm-hmm. right, right. I like to insert something too, so that way we're really clear on this issue that's really touching now. But you know, as far as I disagree with all the you know the taking the monuments away of you know of our past, even though it was painted, right. Let's just be honest. Right. Right. Some of the things that uh, there were some dark times, but you know we also have to remember it's best to leave the monuments there to remind us, mm-hmm. you know, not to want to make that mistake again. Because what's the old saying? History always re- repeats itself. Right. You know what I mean? So to me, right. no matter how dark or negative it was at one time in our nation, these should be monuments to remind us of what the Lord has delivered us from, right. you know, and right. where we came out of. It should be a lesson, you know. Like the children of Israel when uh, when um, when um, Joshua and them crossed over the River Jordan, remember they got twelve stones and they mm-hmm. made it a monument, mm-hmm. and they were using that as a monument to uh, to teach their to, you know the generations afterwards why they were there and what happened. Mm-hmm. So you know, to me personally, they should have left those things alone, left the monuments alone to, to be a reminder that we don't want to ever repeat that again. In our American, you know, heritage and our and brother Dan, our way I, of living, I should. I'm going to add a point to that too, mm-hmm. and I agree with you. We should lead them up to remember. Hey, we had dark times in America. Mm-hmm. We got through them, and we don't want to make them same mistakes again. Mm-hmm. Amen. But the the, the people that want to take it down, which we're talking about tonight, mm-hmm. is the Democrat Party. They got a lot to hide. Right, they got a lot to hide because a lot of stuff that they did, mm-hmm. them people that the, the monuments that they they build up to. They were part of that party. Right. Because, right. look, you never hear of nothing about Andrew Jackson. Nope. Andrew Jackson mm-hmm. brought the trail of tears. Mm-hmm. He 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 did things to America and implied things in America as president that no other president could ever do. Mm-hmm. You never hear of Andrew Jackson. Why? Because mm-hmm. he was the first Demo- named Democrat president. He started mm-hmm. the Democrat Come party. Mm-hmm. He's like the founding father. He's like the founding father of... That that uh that party, mm-hmm. but you don't hear nothing of them. Look, it's like, um, the news mm-hmm. went into the national, went into the national democratic, democratic uh museum. Mm-hmm. Saw a picture of Abraham Lincoln there. 
and Abraham Lincoln's not Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Right. But that they were trying to hide behind mm-hmm. that. They say, oh, look, yeah. see, we're, oh, we see, we do honor him. Mm-hmm. But it goes to a point that right. that's why they want to take it down. That, unfortunately, that's why a lot of socialism mm-hmm. take things down or statues down or they want to burn books because they don't want them to remember their history. That's right. They, they, they want to control exactly. and convert. And it's them. up to the future. Yeah. Go ahead, Brother. I'm sorry. And it's up to the future. I mean, look at the, the poster boy for a while. He just, he just mentioned his name earlier, Bernie Sanders. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. You know? He just came out and said he he said what he was. He wasn't hiding like all these other people are. Uh-uh. He comes out and says the truth. He stands for what he believes in, you know. And uh, I it just it blows my mind away to hear somebody that was you know supposedly running for the highest office mm-hmm. in our nation to even proclaim that he is a socialist. Wow. <laughs> well, and you see that that's why. That's oh, why it is some crazy times. Oh, oh, we do. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why they like Joe Biden so much. Joe Joe Biden's a good actor. Yes. I'm sorry. Look, there was an yeah. accuser that came out. To, uh, I think it was today or yesterday. That's the claim that he sexually assaulted him. The campaign was quick to say, "Nope, we didn't do it. Nope, he didn't do it. That's a false claim. He she never worked for him or something like that." You know, they they're bringing up stories. Uh huh. But Joe Biden, I'm I'm a moderate. I work on both sides. I did this as vice mm-hmm. president. I did that. And if you watch the last debate between him and Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders will say something far left. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden was like, I agree with Bernie Sanders. We need to do that. We need to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, you're calling yourself a moderate, and this is what I think what Joe Biden did. Joe Biden went ahead and said, I'm going to play the moderate until I'm the only one. Right. To get Bernie Sanders supporters mm-hmm. now, I need to go ahead and be a socialist mm-hmm. to, to get them votes. And it's all about yeah. vote getting right now. Yeah. And, and the thing about like... So, Go ahead, Brother Daniel. No, go ahead, my brother. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying. No, you go ahead, my brother. The reason why, like Brother Daniel said, the reason why they're they're trying to take down those monuments, like you said earlier, they're trying to rewrite our history. Brother Daniel's right. That's what communists and that's what socialism do. They go in there, they take everything out, and and you know, and mostly Christianity. Oh, the communists and the socialists, they hate Christianity, because you know you gotta understand when you are saved, you're a free person. When you're truly born again and do like the Bible says, you're you're free. And Satan don't Satan wants to put everybody in bondage. That's right. why that's one of his number one target when he goes in a country is destroy Christianity. You know, and, and is true Christianity is a blessing to a nation. When the Bible and, and, and God's in a country and capitalism rules in the right way, it's a blessing to a country. Right. You know? No, I like to also say something too, that way the audience understands. But us Christians are the most tolerable people in right. the world. Mm-hmm, yes. Amen. We don't hate anybody. That's we right. don't. We hate the spirit that's driving them. Mm-hmm. Right. That's right. We feel pity for them because they're blind like we were at one time when we were not in the light. When I was doing my thing, I was blind by the power of sin doing my own foolish thing. So, you know, we want to mm-hmm. even let the left to know that. All those that hate us. To know that we truly love them so much that we're willing to proclaim the truth to them, which is delivered through the cross of Christ. To be free from that spirit of bondage and deception. So I want to make that clear tonight so if someone's not thinking, oh, look, you guys are kind of, you know, you're hate mongers. No, we're not. The only thing we hate is sin Mm -hmm. and the powers of darkness. That's right. And that's, that's what's driving this. Look, I don't believe somebody is born a socialist. Mm Mm-mm. No, I don't, I don't believe, you know, I don't, 
Tommy you know, it, it takes a lot of brainwashing. Yes. You know, it takes a lot of brainwashing. It's the same thing, you know, a lot of people are taught in that, but mm-hmm. when a baby is born, you don't have to teach a baby how to lie. That's right. You don't have to teach a baby how to say, hey, daddy, give me, give me. You get what I'm saying? Now, we teach him conservatism or we teach him socialism, you know. But, you know, any kid, go to any kid and say, hey, did you do that? And the first thing out of the word is no. Mm-hmm. They did it, but they say no. Because that sin nature is inside there. And that's what drives the force. Unless you have Jesus Christ mm-hmm. in your heart, like Brother Daniel yeah, said, mm-hmm. you're not going to have that. Well, I'm going to use the, uh, I believe his, uh, his uh, brother, uh, Governor Reeves from Mississippi mm-hmm. said it the best way today. They were talking They were talking to him on the Todd Stern show. And I, like I said, I heard it. I'm, 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 I was watching, see what his response were to this. And he said, look, I don't want to stop you from going to church. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we should worship. I should the reason he was saying that is he's a Christian. Mm-hmm. He believes that Jesus Christ died and rose again. And he, he's helping. That's, that's leaders we need. Like you said, we're most tolerated people. Look, Christian mm-hmm. politicians in general mm-hmm. are always attacked. That's right. Are always attacked. And, but they, they do their job because they feel they were called to that. Mm-hmm. But, is that the sin, the sin of human nature, the, the sin that is that that we were born into, mm-hmm. that's what controls a lot of people's attitude. Like us, we have it dormant because we're Christians and we believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, a lot of these politicians, they, they might have a moral compass that hinders a lot. But a lot of these people, like abortion, who could think that you could say, man, you know, going into nine months, having the baby and say, look, we're going to set a policy that if you don't want it in 30 days, we'll still kill it. Mm-hmm. That's I, Ralph Norman, the governor of the wow. great state of Virginia. Oh, Isaac, no, that's the media did very well hiding it, but it is true. Mm-hmm. And what, what man compass that, know. that got to be some force behind that person mm-hmm. to say, no, you know, that, that that's that, to me, that's a wicked person. Well, well look, look at history. I mean, look at Hitler, for example, you know this man was demonic inspired, and these people who were in his thing. I mean, he would, they, you know, like Brother Daniel said, history repeats itself. We have to go back to history, and see why. I mean, they said this man was demon possessed. He said he can talk for hours and hours, and people, and they said they could feel a spirit. Like they had one guy, I think he was in France before he, you know, for the Nazis invaded or a good bit of Europe. They were just starting at the time. That you can feel the presence. Of, of, evilness. of evilness you can feel it mm-hmm. and, and even people at rock concerts i heard testimony some people say you can go in there you can feel the the occult spirit there you can just feel it it's darkness it's darkness it's darkness and so like the bible said we do not ra- wrestle wrestle against, against flesh, flesh and, and blood, blood but against principalities and powers in high places like to understand if you're going to study but one world government or uh, a lot of things false religions or a lot of things you have to go behind the scenes. It's kind of like on Wizard of Oz, you know, the man that was behind the curtains, you know, is the devil and his demonic forces that are behind the curtain. Right. You know, and that's what we got to realize. The Bible says that we are to love our enemies, amen? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Lord saying that, you know what I mean? And the Bible also says that in uh, Matthew chapter uh, 24, verse 9, says that the later part of that, the later part of that uh, verse, it says, and, you, and ye shall be hated of all nations mm-hmm. for my name's sake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So really, what, what, what's driving the hatred of these people, even if it's the left or whoever? It's the spirit of this age. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. said it earlier, brother. I said, you know, it's, it's 
the power of the sin nature within us, and ultimately, it's the prince of power of the air, you know, which is on, he's on, you know, he's on a, he's on a leash, ready. He's going to get evicted one day, but, you know, basically, the root of all of it is, you know, what's driving everyone to do what they're doing and why people hate Christianity so much. Why do people hate the character of Christ? And he is a biblical figure, you know, and historical. We know he's real. But why do they hate us so much? It's, it's a spiritual thing, you know. Right. And that's, that's what's going on. Ultimately, this is where it's at. So, you know, uh, we just got to pray for our brothers that are in the state of Mississippi and Kentucky. Right. After they mess. The Lord give them the boldness and the strength and, you know, and courage to stand, you know, for what is right. That's that's how I look on that part, you know. Well, and they, you know, they got God some God forbid, but how would we react if it happened in our, 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 right. in our, um, right. in our great state, amen? And so, look, we, we got, they amen. got some favor already. Um, The governor of Mississippi said on the Todd Stern show, like I, I'm, I'm bringing that back, bringing that back because that's where I heard him on. He said that, he said, look, I've talked to my legal team. Mm-hmm. I've talked to how we can pardon these fines. Um, he's trying to get these churches not to pay these fines, and he's trying to figure out how he can get this wiped out. So he's doing the right thing. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, the mayor of Greenville said, I'm sticking by this order, and the only thing that's going to make me live in it, the governor uh, lifts up the stay-at-home order. He's basically trying to blame the governor for his mess mm. up. That's how he's trying to pass the buck. Supposedly, and, the Department of Justice is starting to get involved in this too, right? Right, I believe. Um, Attorney General, um, um Barr, yeah. yeah, William Barr. I think he's starting mm-hmm. to look into it. Um, but uh, Liberty Institute, I think it is the law office. Yeah, yeah. They're looking into Kentucky. Mm-hmm. They're looking into Kansas, and they're looking into this incident in Mississippi. And that's where we brought all this. I, I believe that the. This incident was the Democrat Party or this mayor trying to show his power. Mm. And I heard someone say that, uh, I think it was the governor today, he said it looked like it's a publicity stunt. Right. He's trying to get some recognition. That's right. So we don't know what is going on in the heart of that mayor. All we can do is pray for him. But, uh, but guys, right, right. this is, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up right now. I enjoyed talking about this. I'm, uh, I'm glad we got to talk a little bit about uh, the mm-hmm. political world and what's mm-hmm. behind the political world. Um, we just got we we're in a fight. We're in a fight podcast audience. We're in a fight that the only way we can get through it is through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. The only way that Amen. we can go through any trial and tribulation. This pandemic is real. It's taking lives. I put I brought out numbers last week and I believe it doubled or tripled since last week. Mm-hmm. People are dying and going to hell. This main this podcast's main focus is not to be popular, is not to be famous, is not to be anything. It is to win souls to Jesus Christ. And that's what we're looking out for. Look, Boogie, uh, Anthony said it earlier. Our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the prince and powers of the air. Mm-hmm. Get in your prayer closet. Look, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak for Brother Daniel right now. Ever since this pandemic started, Brother Daniel's been home from the school at the church. Brother Daniel's been sending us videos. Mm-hmm. He's been telling us how much he's been been seeking the Lord, and the Lord's been mm-hmm. showing him things. Mm-hmm. I, I've have not I have not had the opportunity to stay home yet. <laughs> I'm hoping I don't because I really need my check. <laughs> but um, but the Lord the Lord's showing me things through this time. So you know, Amen. let let the Lord lead you and guide you in your homes, and let Him just speak to you. 
and you will, you will be able to get through this pandemic in the name of Jesus. Let's put your faith and trust in the Lord. Brother Daniel? Oh, yes, definitely. I would just like to reiterate that, just encourage that, that uh, the audience out there, you know, it sounds really doom and gloom, but, you know, right now there's a shaking going on within the church, and we just need to be woken up right, with everything going on, and thank God for His grace that He is waking us up, and we're starting to see where we're at. We're starting to see what we need to deal with, and we start to see how much more the Great Commission be, should be so precious in our heart, not only to it be precious in our heart, but to move in, in action. In other words, do it. So I would just encourage everyone out there just to pray and seek the Lord. And, you know, whatever the Lord's telling you to do, you do that. As long as you're being led by the Spirit, that's all that matters. But let's also remember to pray and stand in the gap for our nation, stand in the gap for those that are coming against us, that they would find the, the Lord Jesus Christ with all that. And let's just pray for, you know, for a harvest, that God's going to bring something good out of you know what's going on and he always remember the lord always brings something good out of something bad that happens around his people amen, <laughs> amen. amen. well the thing i like to say closing i think it was benjamin franklin when our founding father said never give up security for your freedom and i think that's what mm -hmm. satan and uh, the globalists are trying to do they're trying to get us so scared so we can take security and throw away our freedom for security and so we have to remember that and we shouldn't let no government or uh, no, you know, uh, uh, business entity. And sometimes they join together a lot of times to take away your freedom. So fight for your freedom. And I'd rather have freedom than security any day if it's going to cost me that. I'm going to go ahead and quote Patrick Henry on you. Give me liberty give me death. or give me death. Mm -hmm. All right, podcast audience, I want to thank you again for joining us for Brothers You're Searching. For myself, Brother Daniel, and Brother Anthony, mm -hmm. we can't wait to be with y'all next week. Unfortunately, we only can do this one time a week. <laughs> so, uh, guys, help us out. Share. Like the Facebook um, on the podcast platform that you're on. Go ahead and like, subscribe, and go ahead and write us a review. It helps get the word out for our podcast. Uh, keep us in prayer. We'll keep y'all in prayer, and y'all be safe through this pandemic. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>